Good afternoon and welcome to Find Your Sparkle with Jen, where you'll be inspired, informed, and influenced. I'm your host, Jennifer Stewart, owner of Jazz Potential and creator of Find Your Sparkle. And today it is just me and I wanted to talk about still navigating these bizarre times that are upon us. Now, by now, people are really tired of having to be so removed from things, from not having that freedom that we are so accustomed to. And I guess now we can look back and reflect, oh my goodness, we kind of took it for granted, right? And that's normal because who would have ever thought that we would be in this predicament right now? So I thought, you know, we're all human and we all have good days. We all have bad days. As you guys know, I mean, I really work hard to stay focused so I can keep my sparkle and stay high vibe. But I have to be honest with you. It is not always easy. And, you know, a lot of times people on this, on the outside or on the surface, it may seem that it's easy. But friends, I just want to share it takes work every single day. And sometimes it takes work several times throughout the day. I've had days, especially recently, you know, during this last year or so, where I literally have had to set the reset button several times throughout the day. And, you know, I could beat myself up and probably years ago, I would have consistently beat myself up. And because I'm perfectly imperfect, I, you know, occasionally will fall to that as well now. However, by and large, I am more aware, probably more aware than I've ever been in my whole entire life. And that can be both a good thing, a good thing and a challenge because being aware sometimes means that you have to face some realities that you might not like, that maybe you have to suck up. Maybe you have to reflect and think, oh, wow, I created that and and I have to be responsible for that. And I really didn't want to because let's face it, sometimes we play the blame game. I certainly have been guilty of that on numerous occasions throughout my life. And it's easy right now to do that because so often we're on edge. There are lots of pressures happening You know, when you're relying on someone else for your income, that can create a lot of stress because you don't have control. So what can you do to help with your life and with the situation that you're in that you can control? That's what I'd like to share a little bit more of today. So we know most of the things that are outside of us a lot of the times we don't have any control. Or if we do, maybe it's a minimum to a minimum degree. And we can influence, but how much of it can we control? So the first thing I want you to do is just to think about some of those things in your life that you have absolutely no control. Now, if you're driving, obviously you can't do this, but maybe you can think about this. And when you have a chance, write it down. You can also listen to this later on my podcast on anchor FM slash Jennifer Ann Stewart with and with an E. But the reality is we have to figure out 
what is in our life? What is it that is dragging us down? What is it that's stressing us out? What are those things that we're worried about? What are the things that are keeping us up at night? Now make a list of those. Now I love writing things down and I know with technology, people are so accustomed now to putting things in their phone, jotting it, you know, on their computer. If you can write it the old fashioned way with pen and paper. There's something magical that happens when you have that connection there. And it really helps you to really unload. And a lot of times simply acknowledging and seeing something is enough to help you to release some of that. Because what happens a lot of times we hold things so tight and we hold things so closely that we can't always see the bigger picture. We can't see outside of that because we're so stressed. We're so constrained that our, our, we, we just can't think outside of the box or in another box even. So it's important to acknowledge these things. And then I really want you to get honest and say, okay, what can I actually control? Figure that out. And for the things that you can control, do something, figure out, start brainstorming some of the things that you can do that can help you navigate them. The rest of the stuff, if you can't do anything about it right now, put it on the shelf. If you're not ever going to be able to do anything, imagine putting it in a bubble and letting it go. I used to have that visual with my kids and it drove them crazy, but when they did it and it's a, it, it really can help to release it. So now you know what you can do with the things that you do have control over. Now let's look at what about inside of you? How are you feeling inside? Do you feel calm? Do you feel centered? Are you your own best friend? Think about that. Are you your own best friend? What kind of language are you using with yourself? on a daily basis. Maybe it's moment by moment, hour by hour. Are you treating yourself with kindness? Are you giving yourself grace? Are you respecting yourself? I would bet that many of you are not giving yourself the kindness and the grace that you deserve. So what I'd like for you to do is think about those things that are happening, all that self-talk in your head. Is it positive self-talk or is it negative self-talk? Now, there's another exercise I would like for you to do is become aware of that. And I like, I've talked about this before, but it's really important. And if you've never tried this, I really do encourage you to give it a go. Get an elastic and put it around your waist and really start noticing the words that you're saying to yourself. If they're not kind words, snap that. If you see, feel your thoughts or acknowledge or notice your thoughts going and taking you in a direction that is not high vibe, that is not positive, stop yourself. When you interrupt your subconscious, then it's not going to process anything else. So you can replace that with something that's positive. So if you take note of the things that you're saying to yourself, both the good things and the maybe not so good things, the nice things and the unkind things that you're saying to yourself, and really take note of that and then work on switching that negative self-talk to positive talk. And then really, like I said, start becoming really super aware 
of what you're saying to yourself and switch it around. Now, one of the things, another thing that every now and again, this pops up for me. And I have to say, I've been working on this since my twenties and I call it hot buttons. So it could be a trigger for you, whatever it is for you. I've, I've managed to really navigate most of my hot buttons really, really well. But every now and again, like I say, one surfaces. And I have to tell you a few days ago, I had one of those and boy, did it ever take me for a little spin. I got really ticked off and I got, I got beyond ticked off. And then I started ruminating about it and I fell back into some of my old habits that I had that I've been working really hard, but I noticed. And then I, you know what I did? I made a decision that I wasn't quite finished being PO'd yet. So I stayed in that place for a while, fully aware And I didn't feel good about it, but I started to ask some questions. And this was where it was really interesting for me because I hadn't gone quite down this road before with with other things. Because what I've always done historically in the past to navigate my hot buttons is identify them and identify a few different things that I can do when I'm triggered. So a few affirming statements or to have a plan if it was a certain person that maybe I had to get away from, but to have a plan so that I felt confident. But when it comes upon you and you're not expecting it, it can take you like it did for me the other day. So a lot of the stuff that I know, I made a decision to not follow through with that. But what did end up happening is I got curious about why this was bothering me so much. So even though I was still in that, that not so great space, I started asking questions like, Hmm, why is this ticking me off so bad? Why am I having such a hard time letting it go? And I was really curious about how that was going to come up and what would come up for me. So I started having this conversation with myself and different things started coming up. And some of them were negative answers, which prompted me again. Okay. Why is that ticking me off? Why am I getting so impacted by that? And it took me probably 20 minutes of being inquisitive and asking myself questions before I kind of felt that I got to the bottom of it, but it wasn't something that happened on its own. It's something that took effort and it took time. And honestly, I felt probably 20 emotions going on simultaneously. And there was, you know, conflict. I was angry. I was PO'd. I was disappointed. I was, I felt disrespected. You know, I mean, there were just, I I was, my ego was involved. I felt my pride hurt. You know, there were lots of things that I was acknowledging, but it was a really interesting process. And for me, I, I always enjoy these things when they happen because it keeps me real. And it reminds me at any given time, how easy it is to get off balance and the effort that you need to put in to bring yourself back. Because I honestly, it would be really, really easy for me to stay in that pattern and to go back to my old habits. I'm much more aware now and I made a decision 
and this may sound silly, but I'm doing a lot more talking to myself than I probably ever have in my whole entire life. So for any of you who can, can relate to that, I hope you got my back. I'm not crazy. I swear I'm not crazy. Although some days I think that I think I am, but I'm joking. Um, but reality is I'm having some fun with actually being curious and having these conversations in my head, you know, and it really, it really is interesting for what comes up. And I guess the biggest thing that I want to emphasize is just to be open. Being open will definitely help you to be receptive to what it is that you need to hear. Maybe there's a message there, but if you're so upset and you're not open, you're never going to hear it. Once you practice being open and receiving information that is meant for you, you'll be able to make better choices. You'll be able to make better decisions. Your things will start to become more clear. Always give yourself permission to get it wrong and start over. And that is okay. We're going to talk more when we get back from break. You're listening to CIOE 97.5 FM and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Find Your Sparkle with Jen. And I am absolutely delighted to be back. And before break, we were talking about getting curious about things that are happening in your life, things that trigger you, hot buttons and finding out, having the, the patience and taking the time to delve in a little bit deeper and getting curious about things. For me, this has been a huge shift in my mindset over the past couple of years. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I've been studying personal development for many, many years. And I honestly have to tell you that the last couple of years, I feel like for 30 years, this last two years has kind of condensed everything. And it's just a whole new level of personal development that I didn't even know existed. And I also, I want to say that, you know, even though I've read a lot of books and I have a lot of information stored in my head, I haven't been the best at always implementing it. This is one of those things that I am working on really hard and have been for the past couple of years. It's easy to say, oh, I know that. I heard that. But are you doing it? How many times have you fallen prey to that when you're, maybe you're listening to a webinar, maybe you're listening to a speaker, you're in a workshop, whatever the case may be. And this happens all the time. I might have some suggestions or I may say some things and someone invariably, and it used to be me all the time and sometimes still is, will say, yes, I know that. I heard that. Here's my question. Are you implementing it? How much of what you learn or what you have knowledge of are you using? I really want you to think about that because that was someplace that was, I was falling very short. I had a lot of information, but I wasn't implementing it all the time. So this past two years has really been a huge, huge growth journey for me. And I've grown more than I ever thought even imaginable. And of course, I'm open to a lot of, a lot of different things. And one of the things that I just, I just want to talk really quickly about is energy work. And some of you may know that I'm a Reiki master and I just recently got certified as an emotion code practitioner. 
And I have always been fascinated with energy work. I, I mean, I, I've always felt energy. I've always really felt really connected with it and it's, I've always had fun with it. So for me, this really makes a lot of sense. Now I'll give you a little quick little, um, description of, of the emotion code who it was discovered by Dr. Bradley Nelson, who's a retired chiropractor. And he made the discovery of a heart wall, which makes perfect sense where it's something that is protecting our heart. And the problem with that is that while it's protecting it, it's also let not letting everything in. And the premise also is that when we have things that happen throughout our lifetime, and sometimes they can be things that are inherited, passed down from generation, shared with another person, we can get emotions that get trapped because they don't get processed fully. So the emotion code basically goes in and helps to release all of that so that it's gone forever and doesn't come back. But I have to tell you, since being introduced to it, I am absolutely blown away at some of the things that have come up. Now, when you think about emotions getting trapped in your body, to me, it makes perfect sense. They're just energy balls, right? So they distort your energy flow. So when you release them, your energy flows much, much better. For me, I felt so much lighter and I feel so much lighter. It's just, it's just been an incredible journey. And it's almost as though I've had this really thick something in front of my eyes that's been lifted. And now I can see more vibrantly and more colors and more details. And it's just been a lot of fun. So I'm not going to talk any more about that, but it's definitely something that you should look into because it's pretty amazing. Now let's get back to dealing with these uncertain times and some of the things that you can do to help. As I mentioned, sometimes you have to reset the day a couple of times. <laughs> you know, I mean, sometimes it's once, sometimes it's several, like I mentioned earlier. One of the things that I have found over decades and decades is when I follow through with my morning routine, it sets the tone for the day. When I don't, that's when things don't seem to go as I would want. When I'm not as present, where I'm not as focused, where I'm not paying attention. I'm not, you know, really engaged in what's happening around me. I could be moody. I mean, it's amazing what a good, solid morning routine can do. So things like getting up and stretching, having, drinking a glass of water, meditating, reading, exercising, those kinds of things, taking some, a few minutes to go outside and just ground and breathe in the air. Those are things that you can do in a relatively short period of time, depending on what, what you're committed to doing for you. I'm, I've always not been a morning person. However, I've been working really hard over the last few years to get up earlier. Now I go through patterns where I remember and I forget. And that, that kind of was, I was reminded about that the other day that life is full of moments and things that we remember and forget. And that really resonated with me because it makes so much sense. I think about that with routines. If, if you get out of your routine, sometimes you forget that you were doing it and doing it so well. And it's like, jeepers, how did I, how did I not even realize? So life is full of those kinds of moments. 
And, and that's okay. Give yourself grace, no judgment. How, you know, are you somebody who judges? Lose that because that, you know, that doesn't serve anyone. Really focus on being the best that you can be and seeing the best in others. And what does that mean? Can you imagine if every single day the world got to see the best version of you? What is that? What is the best version of you? I'd like for you to really think about that and contemplate that. Is that somebody who is encouraging? You get up every day with a smile and a spring in your steps and everywhere you go, people are excited that you're there. People are happy to see you. They love the energy that you bring. You make them feel good when you enter the room. You change the atmosphere. That's how I want to be. That is the, that's the best version of me. The best version of me is not down and in the dumps. That's not me. Does that mean that I don't have those days? Of course not. I do have those days and I work hard. And some days you just have to let yourself be and do and process whatever it is that you have to. And if you need to have a bad day, have a bad day. But don't let the next day be a bad day and the next day and the next day and the next day. That's what happens. We get stuck in patterns. We get stuck in habits. Sometimes we forget we're here to feel good. We're here to be our best self. We're here to be happy, to be full of life. What is your life like right now? How can you bring more love, more joy, more happiness, more sparkle into your life. What is a morning routine that is going to get you up and energize you for a day full of success, full of love? What's it going to take to remind you if you have a moment, if you have something happens that brings you down, that turns something, that flips something, how are you going to get yourself back? What are some things that you can do? We've talked before about affirmations. I love index cards and having some close to me. I have them in my purse. Most of them, I always want to put laminate, laminate them, but it never happens. So I have to redo them constantly, but I love them because if I'm having an icky moment, a sad time, or if I'm ticked off, I can stop. And one of my favorite things to do is just to, to breathe, acknowledge what's happening and breathe and not to let myself get carried away. Again, like I say, you're going to have those times like I talked about on, on before break. And, and that was a good exercise for me to go through. And it was a good reminder that, yeah, you know what? You still have a lot of work to do. And I'll be working on myself until the day I die. There's no question about that because I want to feel and be the best that I can be. And that is growing every single day something new, improving every single day. What can you do every day to make you just a little tiny bit better than you were yesterday? 1%. Who would you be in a year if you were 1% better every single day? Think about the things you love to do and do more of them. Think about the things that you don't want to do and either figure out a way that you don't have to ever do them or Figure out a way that you can bring some joy and happiness into them, some fun into them. You can make any activity fun with a little imagination and creativity. There's absolutely no question about it. 
I've been there. I've done that. I've picked up cigarette butts off of the commons. I can make that fun. It may not be easy, but it's doable. So no matter what's happening in your life, you have the ability to make change happen. You have the ability to be able to make your life feel better. You have to make a commitment that you want to do it. And you're going to have to accept that it's going to take some work. It's not going to happen on its own. However, the more that you do things, the easier it becomes and the more habitual it will become. And that's really what you're going for. So take note of how you're feeling through the day. I have a whiteboard in my office and I have a list of things that I look at throughout the day. And one of them is to check your energy. What's your energy at any given time? I like putting pop-ups on my phone to just to check, okay, where, where's my head? Am I present? How am I feeling? All right, good. And get up and move, move every hour. I have another big thing on my, on my whiteboard, move every hour. Even if it's standing up and spinning around and taking 30 seconds to just move your body, whatever it is, just move. Whether it be for one minute, five minutes, five minutes is doable every hour, I think. Um, it's actually, someone told me the other day about uh, something that they were implementing at their work and they were going to start meetings um, five minutes later and end them five minutes sooner so they could do some social thing and get up and walk around. I thought that was, that was an interesting way to make sure that they were moving because so many of us get stuck at our desks. Anyways, it's almost time to end for today. But what I'd like to leave you with is this. You are responsible for you. Remember that. You have the power to be happy, to change your mood, and to feel grateful. Think about how your tummy feels throughout the day. Are you excited and happy or do you feel dread? And if you're feeling dread, I really encourage you to do some of the things that we talked about today. Find things that you love to do that bring you joy. Work really hard to, for everyone, work hard to implement more things into your day-to-day activities that bring you joy. Thanks for being here today, friends. You're listening to CIOE 97.5 FM. We'll catch you next time. And remember to go out and do something to make you sparkle today and every day. See you next time, friends.